0: all right well we are back welcome to another episode of beyond erp today we're honored to introduce Donna hamilton a dedicated director of finance and operations specializing in combating human trafficking donna has spent years advocating for social justice and making a difference in the lives of those impacted by this heinous crime with a strong background in finance and operations donna plays a vital role in ensuring that organizations fighting human trafficking have the necessary resources and strategies to bring an end to this grave issue. I'm Louie Bala, partner at Nuash, joined with my co-host, Gina Ostrowski. Without further ado, let's delve into the impactful journey of Donna Hamilton. Welcome, Donna.
1: Thank you, thank you very much for having me.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, we are, we're honored that you're here and you joined us, and let's get started. Just wanted to... Um, uh, talk to you about maybe your co- your path in combating human trafficking. Uh, it's very commendable. Could you maybe provide a little bit of, with our audience, uh, an overview of sure. your professional journey and maybe your mission into this field?
1: Absolutely, yes. Uh, well, it's it's an honor to be here and an honor to work for HTI, Human Trafficking Institute. So I have been in the nonprofit field my entire career. Spent uh, 25 years years with the American Red Cross, so I'm very passionate about the mission in which I work, Um, and coming to the Human Trafficking Institute was was seamless and a wonderful opportunity. Um, We work with prosecution and police in four countries. Um, We are in the United States, obviously, but we are primarily holding our model in Uganda, Mm -hmm. Africa, South Africa and Belize, and uh, what our model is, is that we we put an embed um, uh, into the criminal justice system in the countries uh, to work hand in hand on the cases uh, and and review their law, do trainings with police and prosecution, and it's very impactful. Uh, We've seen a tremendous, tremendous success uh, with our oldest program, which is in Uganda, and um, so it was very easy for me, me to make the move to uh, become the director of finance and operations for hti
0: that's fantastic and i, I know the last time we spoke um at a at a conference you had mentioned you were you were over there and got to spend some time can you tell us a little bit about you know that journey and, and to kind of boots on the ground and what it what it means to folks in uganda and the rest for you know yes. APIs, service and work
1: yes for sure um it is very eye-opening uganda was the first country that i was able to visit i have been in all of our countries now that we are um having our programs with him, but um have spent a, a lot of time in uganda the people are amazing uh the support that we have within the local government uh, in uganda to decimate trafficking it's very much on the f- forefront uh, of their minds we just recently actually um, multiplied our staff there. So we have a team of 27 individuals in Uganda, mostly Ugandan citizens actually now working um, under HTI to to decimate trafficking. And um, it is, it's just, it's it's changing. It's life changing to go to a country, to see the work that is so important happening firsthand uh, to meet the people that are, are helping make this change and very passionate about making the change. Um, just meeting the local uh, the local individuals within the country it's 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 a great experience and and it's just been uh, such a journey in the past two years to see where it was two years ago when I actually started with HTI to where we are today it's it's incredible growth not only on the the side of obviously the fine the finance side but also on the operation side on the program side but. At the same time, seeing the number of cases and seeing the trafficker stopped, because we're not going to stop trafficking without stopping the trafficker.
0: And Donna, in that vein, I think, yeah, admittedly, I, I'm guilty of, of not knowing too much. And I think, unfortunately, a lot of people just turn a blind eye of, of just yeah. understanding the scale of, of human trafficking worldwide. Mm-hmm. I, I know that you all heard <clears> me <throat> do a lot of research stateside as well. Yeah. Can you can you share ballpark of just you know how how crazy things are out
1: there? Well, so in the in the on our, our domestic side, we um we produce uh develop and produce the human trafficking report through uh through what's called our thought leadership team here at HTI. So if you actually go on to our website, traffickinginstitute.org, and you look at the human trafficking report, you can pick any city, any state uh, that is uh, listed in that report, and drill down to the numbers um, by state here in the U.S. And and as far as the the countries go, there is a trafficking in person, they call it a TIP, uh, Mm T-I-P, tier that is put out by the State Department every year. So that, um, that tier for each country, every country has one. Is how they are doing on their uh, enforcing trafficking laws and just human trafficking in general. Um, we we monitor those. We work with this very closely with the State Department. We've uh, re- received um, funding uh, to assist in Uganda and South Africa, um, just for that very reason that they are on the Tier Two, which um, South Africa is on the Tier Two watch list and. You don't want to go to tier three because then the U S could potentially sanction you. So, um, it's very important for the countries and, um, but it only works if we're, if, if we have that partnership, right, which we do in the three countries that we're in, um, which is wonderful.
0: And Donna, in the, in the vein of, of the work that you're doing, you were the last kind of, we'll say the last, the last year or two, what is, what is exciting you and kind of future work that is, as exciting you as, as you all continue to develop your programs
1: yes honestly I'll go back to what I said is then it's just seeing the momentum um, we've been in Uganda for a few years now we we um, just the momentum that's been happening that the I, I, I don't I, I'm very excited about it I don't know how else to describe it but we we've had uh, a tremendous tremendous increase in the number of cases filed the number of Arrest made, uh, traffickers put away. If, if the trafficking laws are not enforced, traffickers will just continue. And it's not just sex trafficking, it's forced labor, it's forced marriage, it could be all uh, various different forms of trafficking. So the very first thing that we need to do is understand the laws uh, for that country that we're going into, and then help the police and prosecution also understand the laws and the best approach to get those traffickers off the street, so to speak, um, because if we stop the trafficker, then we have, you know, saved uh, victims and we have survivors from trafficking, which is uh, the ultimate goal. That's yeah.
2: awesome. Fantastic. Awesome. And it, it's neat. I've been partnering a, a little bit with some more local human trafficking, um, so it's so nice, t- interesting to talk. your much bigger scale, <laughs> like you're impacting a lot, you know, you're, you're definitely making a difference. Um, and as a uh, director of finance and operations, what are maybe some key financial, and I'm doing a shift here, uh, key financial and operational challenges in your organization that you might face uh, to fight against human trafficking and how do you address them
1: potentially? Well, as you know, uh, we implemented NetSuite soon after I, I arrived um, in, in this position at HCI. We, we had, uh, it was very very high on not only the board, but our CEO's agenda to to implement a software that we could use and scale with, um, because that is what's happening. Um, and so I had familiarity with NetSuite, so we went with NetSuite, which, um, in, at least in my opinion, is the Cadillac of some financial systems. And the, the main reason, honestly, that um, I was very much... Influenced with making this switch was we want it can we can hold our CRM in there You can put so many things under one umbrella right um, with that So the challenges that we had coming in were that we had multiple different systems that wouldn't talk to each other um, So in in us switching to NetSuite We were able to do that. We also have bank accounts as, as you can imagine in these countries because we have staff there. Um, so for us to be able to do that, pull that information in. It does conversions for us from the local currency to the US dollar, which is where our, obviously our financials are run off of. It's just been very, very, uh, it's it's, time, it's a time saver, but it's, it was a successful implementation. its It was definitely needed. And um, yeah, so I think that was the biggest challenge at first. The second challenge was getting used to the the different currency in every location and the conversion for all of that um, was was unique um, for us to get used to. But like I said, it's it's been it's been very good since we were able to change our financial software package and some other key systems for us to make this happen. Yeah,
2: and we hear that a lot that people that switch to NetSuite they have so many different systems and this is unified. So. It's nice that you acknowledge yeah. that and, it, and it's working, it saves time, you know, efficiencies, all that, and especially as you're scaling and growing.
1: Yes. And for, for nonprofits in particular, obviously, mm-hmm. the grant side of it is very nice. Um, grant reporting in itself can be very challenging. And uh, so we've just been able to streamline a lot of that, um, it, which has been a, a very much a time saver when it comes to the quarterly reports, especially when you're doing three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Uh, I, I hear that and, and kind of, you know, going back to, to just the general audience listening, um, you know, what are, what are some ways outside of, you know, reaching out to you all and, and exploring the website where you know, individuals can get involved? What would you kind of attribute to like, Hey, I, I live, you know, I, I live in Florida, like Gina or, or in California, what, what, you know, beyond cutting the, the snake's head off, if you will, mm. you know, source, you know, why is this important to me as, you know, somebody stateside and I think um, probably uh, helping understand that would be really important for the audience.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Unfortunately, trafficking trafficking is everywhere, right? Not just in uh, countries that we're talking about, like Uganda or anywhere in Africa for that matter, and Belize and, and other countries, right? It's also happening within our own borders and so just having the understanding of what it is and and understanding the laws behind what is trafficking and what's not um that just that's very impactful it can it can get you to the next level of understanding what we're dealing with even just you know in our within our own country um uh, there's a lot of misconceptions that try a lot of people when they think of trafficking they, they automatically think of cross Uh, Country or cross-border like we're taking somebody from one country to another and that that's trafficking That's not uh, that that's not entirely that is obviously trafficking, but that's not the highest Usually with domestic Um, so for example in Uganda It's not people from Uganda being sent somewhere else to do trafficking or to be trafficked it's happening domestically within their own country. Um, there is international cases, and usually, obviously, the media picks up on a lot of that more than they do the um, the domestic piece. So, it's um, I live in any any I would say any resort area. I live in one. I, I hear about it all the time on the news here uh, in in Myrtle Beach, you know, or in Florida or in uh, you know Boston. It's it doesn't necessarily. Um, happen. It's, it's everywhere, unfortunately. And so, again, the key really is for us to enforce the laws. If the laws are not enforced, the traffickers is going to get a slap on their hand. They're just going to go back and do it again. Um, so it's enforcing the law and it's putting them behind bars so that the next person who's thinking about doing it is like, hmm, I don't know if I want to spend, you know, my life in prison for this. I, I You know, and perhaps, you know, it's helping deter future traffickers as well. So um, really, I I would honestly say if people want to get involved, one, it's to understand what's happening in your state, look at our human trafficking report and see if um, there's information for your state within there, if there's actual cases that are being filed, um, understand what's happening within the law. There are volunteer victims um, that potentially, you know, people could work uh, work with or, or volunteer at. And then for all of the nonprofits, uh, including HTI, we, we are not solely funded by the government. We are funded by donations as well. So anyone who's passionate about that and would like to donate, we encourage that as well.
0: Thank you, Don. Um, you know, outside of, of kind of going to the website, um, any other means for collaboration that you'd like to point to? Uh, on today's podcast where where individuals can get involved and you know maybe there.
1: yes I, the sure yeah there's a lot of organizations out there obviously um fighting this it's a it's a silent so to speak crime in in my eyes anyway it's not something that you you know you hear about on the news constantly but um unless there's you know a large case or something but it is happening so uh, i would definitely like i said look at look at our trafficking report look at um you can certainly do a Google search in your area for um, human trafficking related programs or pieces um, that you'd like to get involved with but um, it's it's definitely out there and it's definitely something that regardless of of which nonprofit it is that's trying to we're all we're all going in the same way so. yeah
2: and I think that the awareness is happening more and more I definitely so yeah. that's gonna help but Donna any um, did want to ask you are there any books or resources or maybe individual mentors of some sort in your past throughout your career that has significantly uh, influenced you in some way uh,
1: there's uh, so many I I mean in my whole career I've been at three non three nonprofits and um, it mm-hmm. It's a different world if you have not worked in one before. It's a a different uh, area to be spending your whole career in. I can't imagine uh, anything but. But I will tell you if it's related to trafficking. Actually, um, our CEO actually wrote a book with someone else called The Locust Effect. And that's actually what started um, him to step away from his career at the State Department and start HTI. So it's very much an interesting book to... Get you acclimated to um, the human trafficking side and the and, and relation to poverty and and whatnot. But that that is definitely one. And uh, you know, it just it's uh, it's just amazing to watch the people that are involved. We are a very small nonprofit. Um, so we have twenty seven staff in Uganda, but the rest of the staff here are. Uh, just shy of 25. Um, and so it's not a very large nonprofit. So everyone here, it's just amazing to watch um, as we have our updates and we go through our numbers. And it, it takes a special uh, person to work in um, some of these fields. It's not an easy subject to have to tackle every day. And I just, I am always at awe. Um, of watching how the team is doing it. I'm in operations. I'm not out there saving saving the world. Uh, the the project teams and the program teams are saving the world. and I just get the benefit of being able to visit the countries and see the great work that they're doing.
0: That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Donna, we, we certainly appreciate you joining us today. A heartfelt thank you. Uh, that concludes an episode of Beyond ERP. Thank you for your invaluable insights in, in the fight against human trafficking and We'll uh, provide the links below, not only to the book, but also the reports and the website. For our listeners, if you're passionate about making a difference in the fight against human trafficking, please reach out to Donna. We'll we'll include uh, ways to get in touch with her via her website. Thank you for tuning in. We look forward to having you joining us on the next episode of Beyond ERP, where we continue exploring the experiences and insights of inspiring business leaders. Uh, we want to give you the last last word. Anything, Donna, you'd like to share with the audience? Anything you guys are working on, or you know, anything you forgot to mention uh, during today's podcast?
1: No, just thank you and thank you for the support. Thank you for having me today. Uh, you guys have been wonderful partners of ours as well, and so I very much appreciate it. And um, yes, together we can we can stop trafficking.
2: Thank
0: you, Donna. We appreciate you. your time. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Thanks.